In late 2020, I was going through what my doctor jokingly called the youngest midlife crisis on record. I didn't find this funny. And I can't even blame it on COVID. Sure, the fact that I was going through what felt like a crisis during a global pandemic sure didn't help. But between being my own wedding planner, getting married, being in labor for 68 hours, almost losing my daughter while in labor, crazy postpartum hormones, not to mention a major death in my family, we then decided to buy a house states away where we don't know anyone in the middle of a pandemic. It was a lot in a short period of time on top of all the previous life stressors that I simply just swept under the rug. I was clinically depressed, frustrated, and very overweight. I became impatient and reclusive, but somehow I was still able to rise to the occasion to be there for all my clients' wants and needs, and of course, for my husband and daughter as well. I'm ashamed to admit that I started to become resentful toward my daughter for her playing too loudly while trying to answer emails. I didn't want to be that mom. Kids are supposed to play loud, laugh at inappropriate times, and enjoy every moment of it. So what the heck happened to me? I have always thought about myself as the fun one, always knowing what to say, outgoing. But when the weather shifted here in Northern Colorado last winter, I just broke. One afternoon, I took a moment to stop and fix my hair before getting on a client call. And while looking in the mirror, I didn't recognize myself and I just lost it. The sobbing was unlike any other. This was the pent up, couldn't stop if I tried. And as Oprah likes to call it, the ugly cry. After my crying session, I washed my face. I looked in the mirror and I saw a completely new woman, one that was determined and finally ready to show up for herself. But the thing was, I had no idea where to begin or how to stop feeling like trash. All I knew is that I was ready for a serious change. I had lost my identity to motherhood. Between the exhaustion of toddler life and doing everything I could to keep smiling through it all just made me ask the question, who am I? And that one question started a journey that I never thought would have led me to this very moment. Seriously, me talking with you about my feelings, the old me would have never talked about herself in such a way or so publicly. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's a risk being so open and honest. My clients could very well decide to work with someone else because of it. But I feel so strongly about sharing this part of my story because when I was at my lowest, I wish someone would have stepped in to share theirs. If you've never experienced depression, yay, hopefully you never have to go through this. But if you have or are currently experiencing low mood or clinically diagnosed depression, then I have to tell you, first and foremost, you are not alone. And I know it might feel like it. The weird thing about depression, at least in my case, is no one could tell. Everything seemed just fine. Same old Dominica, running multiple companies and offering advice to anyone who wants to listen. The only person who finally asked, hey, are you depressed? was my mom. Go figure, right? A mother knows, of course. But here's the kicker. I kept saying no, because honestly, I didn't know until the panic attack started. After speaking with a few different doctors, they shared with me that more often than not, when someone is so deeply depressed and burnt out, 
they can't recognize it. It's just life or has become the new normal. But you guys, to wake up every morning with zero desire to get out of bed and greet the day is not normal. So where did this depression come from? Well, being postpartum and a lifetime of stress-related events where I never closed the stress cycle. Yep, that would do it, right? So on April 15th, after being upset that I had to write large checks to the government, I made the decision that I was going to find joy. But how? I mean, seriously, how do I find joy? Well, the first step, I thought, mindset. Rather than, oh, great, here's a huge chunk of change I worked my ass off for all just to go back to Uncle Sam. I caught myself and I said out loud, wow, how amazing and what a blessing it is that I get to write these checks. Next, I knew that in order to get to the root of how I was feeling, I needed to quiet the noise. I shut off my phone, I turned off the TV, and I didn't pour myself a glass of bourbon like I had been almost every single night for as long as I can remember to unwind, I say in your quotes. The idea of just being by myself with my own thoughts was incredibly uncomfortable. I wasn't sure what I would find out or what I would learn about myself just by simply being still without distraction. Because for years, I never slowed down to find out who I really am. I mean, sure, I'm Dominica Lumazar. I'm a business owner, an entrepreneur, a mom, all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the heart of it, rather the heart of me, I just didn't know. And I have to tell you that when we're silent and we block out all the distractions and we take time to reflect inward, it's surprisingly loud. As a woman and especially a mom, we are natural caretakers. And you know what? It's downright exhausting if we don't save some time for ourselves every single day. Now, for some of you listening, you might be thinking, well, duh, but seriously, this was news to me. Okay, are you ready for a true confession? I used to laugh and unfortunately judge other women when I would read social media posts all about self-care. I would literally think to myself, gosh, these women are so weak. Just step up, keep going, brush it off, keep working. Work, work, work. I will rest when I'm dead. How gross is that? I have no idea how I got that way. My parents didn't raise me like this. So my best guess is that in today's society, working hard and never slowing down is looked at as a badge of honor. I never, ever wanted to be looked at as the stereotypical millennial that's still at home with mom and dad. I mean, why have one business when you can have three? And look, sure, the money is great. But now that I'm into my 30s and I've finally started to slow down a bit, I see how much I've missed out on. I now realize just how wrong and overwhelmingly unhealthy I was. My husband started to recognize that I wasn't doing so well. So to his credit and for knowing my competitive nature, he challenged me to start working out in the mornings. We would take turns and start jogging a little further and a little further every week by having his support and having him keep me accountable to actually get up and move was huge. Once I started to feel physically better, I made a list of all the habits that no longer served me. And at the top of that list was alcohol. 
those evening drinks that I used to long for have now been replaced with paint by numbers. And I know that might sound kind of silly and it is, but I have found so much joy in creating something so beautiful that takes very little mental or physical effort. I'll tell you right now that drinking every day while having depression is one of the worst combinations. Alcohol is literally a depressant itself. So yeah, that needed to end for me. And I'm not going to lie. It sucked. It was hard. But here I am exactly 100 days later from my big cry on tax day. I've lost 30 pounds. I'm a better mom, a wife, a friend, and business owner. My heart has never been more full of gratitude than it is right now. And I'd be lying if I said that I did this all on my own, because through my faith and the power of prayer, I've been able to navigate this new chapter. And speaking of chapters, I recently finished a book that has completely changed my outlook on stress-related events that I really want to share with you. It's called Burnout. The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, and it was written by twin sisters, Amelia and Emily Nagowski. If you haven't read this book, I highly recommend that you buy it today. Listen to it on Audible even. It's a complete game changer with tips and tools on how we navigate through stress, but most importantly, how we close that stress cycle so that it doesn't come back to bite us like it did to me. Look, change is possible. And if you're feeling stuck, I urge you to talk to someone about it. Break old habits that are no longer serving you and dig deep to meet the new version of you because I bet you're pretty awesome. We all have scars, regrets, life events that we never want to think about. But sometimes we have to break down to break through. So to wrap up, here's my advice in a nutshell. Move your body, drink lots of water, Talk to someone if you're feeling low mood, find joy, a hobby, something that is not work related and carve out that self-care time because you are really worth it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. In a sea of a billion things that you could possibly choose from to listen to, it means the world to me that you took the time to hang out with me for a bit. Every time you listen or download an episode, it really matters. So here's the big ask. If you enjoyed this episode, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you take just a few minutes to do so, it helps others be able to access this content as well. So thanks so much in advance. And also be sure to subscribe while you're there and tune in next week where I'll be chatting with our first Tuesday Tea entrepreneur, Nicole Gilman. You won't want to miss out on learning all about her self-care center clean ingredient skincare company, Nicole Gilman Co. There's even a very special gift for all Tuesday Tea listeners. See you next week. Bye.